Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us as we come together to preserve truth, justice, and the American way. In this disinformation age, it is no small matter to identify disinformation to discover truth. Here on The Great America Show, we don't always succeed, but I think we win at least most of the time on the issues and events that we take up here. After all, the federal government is the largest creator and origin of disinformation in this country by far. The Russians can't keep up with the Biden administration when it comes to the number of psychological operations against the American people, specifically against Trump supporters and voters, Republicans and independents mostly, and neither can the energetic propagandist of the Chinese Communist Party and the PLA, though they're no match for the Marxist Dems propaganda machine. Unfortunately for the United States and all of us who are American citizens, we're the principal targets of the Marxist Dems disinformation attacks, and the latest attack seems like it's a too familiar tool of the Marxist Dems, namely intimidation. Just before the election, the Biden Department of Homeland Security leaked plans to broaden its effort to control speech and to censor so-called dangerous speech and to influence, if not control, social media under the pretext of blocking propaganda, you know, from all of those other sources, whether from nation-state actors or domestic political actors. Contemporaneously, the FBI and Department of Homeland Security warned the American people of threats of violence in the wake of the election. An Arizona judge ruled poll watchers must be kept 250 feet from the ballot areas because some were said to be armed. Those warnings, of course, weren't very specific. They didn't name groups or organizations or likely targets of the highly suspect DHS-FBI warnings. Suspect because FBI whistleblowers had already told congressional investigators that top FBI officials were fabricating so-called domestic terrorist numbers so as to create a false narrative that they were both numerous and, of course, energetic and active. The Justice Department, in obvious coordination, announced monitors, 62 of them, to be sent to certain states and counties to discourage lawlessness at the polls. Read that Republican-originated chaos. You know, lots of that around. Lots of evidence of it. And sure, there's a lot of precedent. We can think of, oh, none. How about pure propaganda? That's what it is, purely part of the Biden election PSYOP campaign. Six days before the election, President Biden gave a televised speech, not to calm the country, not to reassure voters or to assure the integrity of the election, but to warn Americans that those candidates who didn't accept the results of the election would be creating chaos. He demonized Republican candidates and their voters. President Biden said, quote, 
Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of the republic. End quote. Scary, huh? Biden's speech was all propaganda, of course, one element of a major PSYOPs campaign unleashed by the White House. His message, GOP threatens democracy. And by golly, it worked. Not as well as it might have, but some analysts say it kept Democrat losses to a historic minimum in both the Senate and the House. And now the corrupt Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to do what? Not to investigate Hunter Biden. No, no, no. He has appointed a special counsel to investigate President Donald Trump. There's an original thought. Because the FBI carried out an unprecedented search and seizure of presidential documents in the home of the president. The FBI still can't get its story straight about those documents. And also, the special counsel will investigate January 6th and the president's role. This is the same nonsense that will end with that committee of the same name next year when the Republicans take over. All of this is pure deep state abuse of power. The Marxist Dems have run roughshod over the Constitution for six years, almost seven full years, now in the seventh year of their political persecution of Donald Trump. But truth is on the way. The Republicans did take the House, albeit by a narrow margin. But the ramifications of that narrow win will be large. Congressman Jim Jordan, to be chair of the Judiciary Committee, and James Comer, to be chair of the Oversight Committee, promptly announced their investigations of the Biden administration, demanding the Department of Homeland Security testify immediately on why he's kept the U.S. border wide open, inviting as many as 6 million illegals into the United States, who the feds have distributed around the country in the dark of night. Congressman Comer made it clear his committee is investigating the corruption of the president and his son and says he's confident in the evidence of crimes committed by the Bidens. Jordan's committee investigators have learned much about what the Marxist Dems and the intelligence community and the Biden campaign were doing to subvert President Trump's re-election in 2020. And with us now is the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, soon to be the chairman in the 118th Congress that will convene on January 3rd of next year, Congressman Jim Jordan. Congressman Jordan, thanks for being with us and congratulations on setting forth your plans to investigate the Biden scandals and the disinformation hoax, as you put it, run by the Biden campaign and the intel agencies. Will that be central to your investigation? Well, yeah, because, I mean, remember, October 19th, 2020, 15 days before the most important election we have in our great nation, uh, the election for who's going to be commander in chief, 51 former intel officials, Brennan, Clapper, 49 others signed this letter that says, oh, the Hunter Biden story in the New York Post has all the classic earmarks of Russian disinformation. Bull roar. It was true. But that became that that letter became sort of the pretext to to suppress that story on social media, not let it be viewed by the American people. They kept information from we the people just days before we elect the next president. So it is it is so wrong. And remember, it was the FBI who went to Zuckerberg, who went to Facebook. I don't know if they went directly to Zuckerberg, but they went to Facebook and Zuckerberg talked about this. They went to Facebook and said, be on the lookout. 
uh, in the same time frame. Be on the lookout for Russian disinformation. So you got the letter from 51 former intel officials, Brandon Clapper, all these folks. You got that letter. And then you got the FBI coming and talk to you. What do you think Facebook's going to do? So what I want to know is, did they go to Twitter? I also want to know, did the FBI talk to those 51 former intel officials? How did the intel officials make? Did they just pull it out of thin air? We know they keep their security clearances. Who were they talking to in the government that became the basis for that letter? I want to know. I want to know those people. And I would, so that the, the only way you stop this, Lou, and you know this, is you have to get the facts, the truth out there is you have to expose it so the country clearly sees what went on and then maybe you can stop it. And that's a terrific point in that uh, we have had the knowledge of the 51 uh, vet, yeah. CIA veterans, five former directors. Uh, it, it's been in public for, for years, but uh, for two years. I, I, the reality is that the national left-wing corporate media will not touch the story. They refuse yeah. to acknowledge it. I have to take say there are two exceptions to that. One is the Washington Post. One is the New York Times. They acknowledge that they were wrong and then yeah. never came back to the story. Right. And, and as long as they don't confront the facts and report the facts to the American people, uh, you have a very difficult job uh, in front of you. Well, that's why today we, we did the press conference. Uh, Mr. Comer, ranking member Comer, put it together in a report. You try to compile it all so it's right there in front of the press. He, and, we, and we lay it out now. And this is just a preliminary report because, again, we haven't been really able to subpoena anyone, talk to anyone. This is just based on what we know thus far. Uh, and and well, I think one of the key takeaways from that, from that report was that there are 150, it's been reported, 150 suspicious activity reports mm -hmm. on the Biden business operation. So on Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, uh, there are 150. We, the committee staff has only seen two. And we highlighted those in the report. But where's the other 148? And the Treasury Department, again, these suspicious activity reports are banks and financial institutions. If they see suspicious activity, they're supposed to report it to the Treasury Department. They've done that 150 times about the Bidens, about Hunter Biden and Jim Biden and what they're doing with these business deals all over the world, many of them with adversaries to the United States. So we've looked at two. Historically, you've been able to go view those as a committee, as a, as a congressional committee. You've been able to go look at or have them sent to you suspicious activity reports until the Biden administration. And suddenly Joe Biden says, no, nope, we're going to change the policy, change the protocols here. Congress is not going to be able to look at suspicious activity. Now, why do you think they did that? So th this is something that once we get the majority, we will be able to finally get access to those and figure out a few more things, I think. Um, but we haven't been able to see those additional 148. Yeah, and and good on you for proceeding against uh, against actually the the Treasury Department because it's Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, who I think in one of the most disappointing uh, acts by any uh, anyone that has served previously in government. I thought Janet Yellen was above this sort of thing uh, at the direction of the White House. Put down. Uh, this seal on those suspicious activity reports. It's, it is at her order that it happened. Yep. Yep. Uh, that is tremendously disappointing. I suspect you will be focusing on her as well uh, in, in seeking answers. Uh, the, the 50 countries, uh, involving 50 countries, this is a broader uh, 
range of what could be criminal activity that I suspected. I thought it was a handful of countries. This is so wide ranging. It's it's breathtaking on the part of of the Hunter crime family. Yeah, and and it's and it's all these countries, but it's also you know Ukraine, Russia, China. There's the one email in there where um, Hunter Biden sends uh, the email to the people who are renting him office space for his for his business. And he says, we're going to need keys for we need keys for one for himself, one for President Biden, one for uh, his uncle, Jim Biden, and then uh, one key for the emissary for the for this chairman of the Chinese energy company. I think it's CEFC is the name of this company. So again, like that shows the connection with not only China, but the, the close connection with President Biden and his son and the business opportunity or business business endeavors that he's involved in. And Congressman uh, Comer, who will be the chairman of oversight, yeah. you will be the head of the chairman of uh, judiciary. Uh, that's a pretty powerful uh, set of committees and chairman, as far as I'm concerned, and the American people have got to be profoundly encouraged that uh, you uh, and, and and Congressman Comer will be leading those investigations. I, I think that gives uh, great, great encouragement to the American people. Uh, and uh, we appreciate what you're doing. And I want to turn to, if I may, in your opinion, uh, what you've seen. Is the president, in your judgment right now, based on the whistleblowers you've talked with, everything that you know about the laptop and its contents and where that leads, uh, how how complicit is the president of the United States, in your judgment, complicit uh, in these schemes? Well, I guess the, the, the short answer is we don't know, <clears throat> but there's a lot of things that raise concern. Um, and I would just point to what they've told us. So remember when this story first broke back in October of 2020, it was, oh, it's not his laptop. Well, then pretty soon the story changed to, well, okay, maybe it's his laptop, but this is, this is a Russian disinformation campaign. And, you know, we, we just talked about that, the 51 former Intel officials and what FBI told Facebook and everything else. And then it quickly moved to, well, okay, it is his laptop. Uh, it's probably not all Russian disinformation. Uh, and, and maybe Hunter Biden did some things wrong, but Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. And then it even went further. It was, okay, it was, it, it, it's, it's, the laptop is real. It's not Russian disinformation. Hunter Biden did, you know, some, some, some shady things. It looks like he's being investigated and it looks like the president knew about it. And now we're all the way to the point is, okay, the president knew about it all, but it, I, I, this, was, this was a story in Politico. But it, none of, it, I think how the quote went, uh, Lou, was none of the uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings impacted the president's decision-making. Well, that's a far cry from where you started telling us when you said my son's done nothing wrong and it's Russian disinformation. Holy cow. How, look at, look at the, 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 the distance between those two statements. So that's where we're now at, which all seems suspicious. And then, then remember this. Every letter we have sent that, that Mr. Comer and the House Oversight Committee staff has sent to uh, the Biden administration get no response from. Then we find out they changed the policy on suspicious activity reports, which we talked about. And now we find out in the story in Politico, they're setting up a special group to attack people who are investigating. So they're coming after Mr. Comer, Mr. McCarthy, myself, and others who are gonna do oversight, which we're supposed to do under the constitution. They're gonna come after us. That looks a little suspicious in and of itself as well. So 
that's sort of the lay of the land and you can reach your own conclusion. I'll leave it up to the American people, but it sure looks like something's going on here. Uh, and again, I think that's why we want to investigate it because, um, you know, the, the, the president, I, I flip it around. You've, you've made this point so well so many times, Lou. Imagine if this was the Trump family in the same set of circumstances, the same fact pattern. Can you imagine what the mainstream press would be doing? So um, again, our job is to get the truth and do it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution. There is so much here that is irregular, uh, that are anomalies, that are suspicious. Uh, and, and one of the most amazing coincidences is that that letter with those 51 intelligence veterans signing it uh, is that it came, as you said, on October 19. Mm -hmm. And that was just about two weeks before the election. Yep. But it was yep. also a matter of days before the second and final presidential debate. Yep. That letter not only suppressed the, the American media if they needed suppressing, uh, but it also gave former Vice President Joe Biden, candidate for president, a shield against President Trump's right charges in that debate against being corrupt uh, and the corruption of his son uh, in, in uh, as a result uh, of influence peddling. Uh, it, it's stunning, the, the relationship here. And yeah. I want to compliment you, if I may, uh, in your press conference. You brought together the the corporate media that is not reporting. You talked about the intelligence agencies, the FBI, the Department of Justice, over which you have oversight responsibilities and will soon have oversight authority as the chairman of judiciary. I, I mean, it's a powerful, powerful picture of a the most most powerful agencies and departments in our government, aside from the Pentagon, uh, as far as we know. Yeah. aside from the Pentagon, uh, that you will be holding oversight over. I, I mean, this is a a moment in history uh, that is profound in its implications and uh, so important uh, that it's almost uh, unthinkable. Well, uh, Lou, I, I, thank you. That was very kind, but, but thanks for all the good work you're doing. But I remember that moment you highlighted. <clears throat> I remember when Joe Biden said 51 former intel officials have said it's a Russian misinformation, disinformation. I remember that. And, it, and he, he used that in that debate with President Trump. And the only reason he used it is because they put that memo together. So, again, one of the important questions is, were there people in the, in the government, in the FBI, who briefed? The, the Brennan and Clappers and the folks who wrote that le letter. I don't know, but we need to find out. And, and, and my colleague made a great point. Uh, Matt Gates made a great point a couple months ago in a hearing. He just, he said, ask the fundamental question. When is the FBI not going to get involved in our elections? When are they going to just let we, the people, figure out who we want leading us and representing us? In, 20, in 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. In 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. In 2020, they suppressed and pushed back and throttled back the Hunter Biden story. And in 2022, they raided the home of a former president 91 days before the midterm election. Maybe it'd be nice if they just stayed out of it. Just let the country, the people, we the people of this great nation, the greatest country ever, let us figure it out. Who do we want to be president? Who do we want representing us in Congress? Let us figure it out. Don't weigh in. Don't try to influence it. Leave it to the people. Well, that, that's a wonderful point. And I, and I also uh, want to ask you a couple of points here, too, about the process. And that is, 
your subpoena power, the power that you will have as chairman and, and uh, as well, Congressman Comer uh, and others, uh, are you going to be restricted in any way? Uh, or is this going to be full out, full authority to go where the facts lead you? No, it's going to go where the facts lead us. Uh, we're going to do it. <clears throat> the courts have been clear. You have to, there needs to be a legislative purpose to investigations. Uh, there is oversight that needs to be done as part of our constitutional duty. We're going to do it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution, but we're going to do it aggressively because that's what's warranted. We issued a report a couple weeks ago, a thousand page report about right. how political the Justice Department has become. Um, you do not have, and I, maybe we talked about this a few minutes ago, but we've been we've been hit so many things so hard. Okay, I, I don't I don't rem, don't remember, but the America is the greatest country ever, but the greatest nation in history. But America is not America if you have a Justice Department that's political. If you have a Justice Department that does not enforce the law equally, equally under the law is how it's supposed to operate. If you don't have that, you don't have what's central to this great nation. And that's what concerns me. And right now, lots of Americans think that we have a Justice Department that is functioning in a political fashion. And it's not just Americans who think that. It's not just Lou Dobbs. It's not just Jim Jordan. It's 14 whistleblowers, 14 FBI agents who've come talk to us. I've never seen that happen in all my time in Congress where that many people come and say the same darn thing. And they say, and they're given different examples, but they see the overall picture of how political the top levels of the Justice Department and the Washington field office when it comes to the FBI, how, how uh, political they become. One of them said it's rotted at its core. Think about that. That's frightening. So we owe it to the country and the people of this country to get to the bottom of it, expose the facts, so hopefully it stops. Amen. And uh, thank you for all that you're doing and will do for the for the nation. Uh, one. And when you talk about the Department of Justice, we can't uh, we can't leave out uh, the politicization of the January 6th committee, which is is political in its its origin and its creation uh, without a without a Republican put forward by the uh, minority leader of uh, and, and the head of the conference, Kevin McCarthy. Yep. Are you going to investigate what happened with that committee? Are you going to uh, bring it? Uh, are you going to bring it to a conclusion? What what will yeah. be the the fate of that committee, uh, and what can be done to uh, to help those who are political prisoners of of the this corrupt Department of Justice, elements of the judiciary, and certainly the Biden administration. Yeah, uh, uh, Leader McCarthy has been clear that he, he wants to get, get rid of that, that committee, as you point out, completely partisan um, committee. One thing I want to do is I want our, our top, top-notch staff that we have on the Judiciary Committee, I want them to be able to look at the transcripts of the depositions that were, that were done by the January 6th committee. Because uh, I think we talked about this maybe the last time I was on with you. We've caught the January 6th committee in all kinds of... At least eight different lies in the public hearings that they've done. So, some of them about me, uh, just false, just false the way they did it. So if we've caught them in that many lies and we weren't a part of the committee, we didn't get to sit in on the depositions. We've never got to read the transcripts. Imagine how many other false things they are telling the American people. So I, I do want to be able to examine what they've went through. Now again, it, it, we weren't in those. You know, those depositions, we didn't get asked the kind of questions we would ask because uh, we weren't allowed to be on the committee. It was all nine, nine Democrats who had voted to impeach right. President Trump. Um, but I do want to go through that. But as far as the committee goes, Leader McCarthy said he's going to get rid of it.
uh, hallelujah. Yeah. And uh, again, I want to just say uh, thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you. Uh, and it, uh, you're a great American, so we're well, you're much appreciated. <laughs> uh, I want to, as we always give our guests the last word on this show, as you know, Congressman, and uh, for your concluding thoughts, if you would. Well, Thanks. I just say just just thanks. It's a great country. I, I was was uh, uh, talking to my dad. And I, I don't know if he if he came up with this line or if he got it for someone. But I look at the positive. We took back the House. Uh, we're going to be able to begin to push back on 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 President Biden and, and the crazy left. Um, do the investigations that we just talked about that need to be done. And I, I look at the positive too. Just a couple of years ago, Democrats were saying they were going to turn Florida and Texas red. Well, that didn't work out so well for or excuse me, turn them blue. That didn't work out so well for them. And it looks like we're, we're beginning to turn New York and, and we're picking up seats in California. We picked up all those seats in New York. So God bless Lee Zeldin, the top of the ticket who helped us in New York. So there are some positives, even though it didn't go as well as we had hoped in this election, there are some real positives and we have to build on that and recognize that we live in the greatest country ever. It is worth fighting for. You do that every day. Um, so I appreciate it. And thank you for having us, uh, having us on again. Congressman Jim Jordan, thanks so much. Ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Thank you, sir. God bless. You, you too. God bless. Have a great Thanksgiving. Congressman Jim Jordan, a great American. He and Congressman James Comer, I believe they'll be a powerful force for truth and justice. And yes, I do have high hopes for them. Godspeed. Here tomorrow will be Congressman Corey Mills, veteran, businessman, and now U.S. Representative for the 7th District of Florida. And a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter, Truth Social, and Getter. Just go to at Lou Dobbs. That's at Lou Dobbs on Twitter, Truth Social, and Getter. Please join us here tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented... They'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.